Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twim Show. I'm your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 21, 2020. First off, today we are going to start off with a little bit of Twitter. Uh, so what we have been hearing from our sources is that there is a way to request uh, a verified t- Twitter account. Right. So now Twitter verified Twitter accounts are those accounts that have those blue check marks next to it. And what we found out again, this is something, uh, contra- uh, it's hearsay per se, but this has been proven right a few times. So probably this is quite, um, you know, quite true how to get your account verified, uh, which is, you know, basically what the deal is. You need to, uh, basically make sure you have filled out your, profile completely you have a display photo a cover photo name website bio uh, if you can add a verified phone number confirm your email address adding your date of birth and make sure your tweet privacy is not set to private it's set to public right now once you have all these things uh, you can visit the verification form on twitter to put forward the verification request and once all guidelines are met Twitter will decide within 30 days if your account is something of of public interest or not. If so, they will go ahead and give you the verified account. Now, if for some reason you do not get the verification, you can again try it after 30 months or not 30 months, after 30 days, after a month, right? I apologize for that. Uh, so basically, and what Twitter is basically saying that accounts uh, that they deem are of public interest uh, seems to be one accounts which are authentic. Uh, and, you know, are especially like, for example, the ones for artists, musicians, actors, politicians, sportsmen, businessmen, prominent religious personalities. So what this basically goes to say is that, you know, go ahead and um, put it in, make sure your account's good, you're not like in a tweeting crap. And if it's all good, then basically you should get a verified account. With that, let's move on. Uh, the next update we have is from our friends at Facebook. Uh, Facebook has basically updated their rights management platform and now basically giving creators a more control over their images. So now let me explain to you why this matters and why we are covering this. It's actually a double-edged sword. Why I say this is because you probably have seen this and I actually saw it happen like in a few days back where I had uploaded a workout video um, from my gym about two years ago and, you know, obviously it was everyone working out and I basically took a video and posted it on our Facebook page saying, you know, hey, this is workout happening on our in our gym. Two years later, fast forward, I received a notification from Facebook saying, hey, uh, seems like you have posted a content that contains uh, copyrighted music. So you have two options. Either we can mute the uh, section of the video where they have copyrighted music or you can delete it. So that's it's happening even though that video was posted two years ago is because of the rights 
management platform because big brands, Hollywood and artists are actually cracking down saying, hey, Facebook, you need to uh, combat, you know, all this copyright violations and you got to be very strong. So anyway, Facebook didn't ban my account. They gave me an option, but you know, it was nevertheless, it was like really sucky that you know, after two years, they're going to say that. And it's basically a very innocent video, right? For example, say if you are at an event where they're playing music and you took a video of that, uh, a quick video of that environment and posted it on a Facebook page, two years later, Facebook might come back and say like, you know, slap you and says, you know what? Oopsie, you did something wrong, even though you didn't do anything wrong. So now, this brings us to the right management platform and images. It's great, you know, for um, Hollywood studios, movies, things like that, where if someone is using our use image without our permissions, then we want to get notified or we want Facebook to take it down. Great for like, you know, uh, for example, if you have an ex or a stalker, you know, taking your photo or using your photo to create fake profiles. Now, on the other hand, you know, what, why I say double-edged sword is on the other hand, you know, imagine we take a image of say whatever it is, a copyrighted image of a movie poster and we want to share it and comment on it and things like that. I do not know how this is going to all work out. And the other question I have is like, and maybe Facebook will unintentionally like, you know, delete or move images that are quote unquote not copyrighted. Like, like what I explained to about the video having a copyrighted music. It wasn't like I was like, you know, infringing on any copyrighted stuff. It's just like I, they were playing. I mean, during workout, we all play music, don't we? And if it's in a gym, they're going to play music. And if I take a video of the thing and now I got like you know, slapped on my wrist because of that. So the other question, you know, what we need to answer or find out is what happens if I alter the image? Right, video and music, you, if you alter it, you know, obviously they use fingerprinting and they, that's how they find it. But what happens if we alter the image, um, put some text on it or change the colors and things like that? How good is this right management platform? Maybe not so great at the beginning, but over time it's going to get smarter. But again, at the same time, there are a lot of questions. Um, just be cognizant of it. Uh, be, it's like brands like Louis Vuitton or, you know, other big brands, I cannot Porsche or maybe Lamborghini, Ferrari, they may use this a lot. Uh, you and I, if we are like in a small to medium sized businesses where we are spending like 10 million or less a year, then we probably would not be uh, really affected by that. With that, let's move on. So again, uh, Facebook removes uh, from this. Again, the next update is from Facebook. Facebook basically coming out officially saying, you know, they're removing the restriction on 20% text in ad image. Uh, I mean, you know, this goes back a long time ago. There was an ad, a text overlay tool back in Facebook where if your email, if your image had more than 20% text, Facebook would have basically outright rejected it. Then Facebook realized a lot of people are not spending money. A lot of ads are getting rejected. Facebook says, realizing they, they make money when you run ads, right? Or when we run ads. So they're basically like, you know, shit. Uh, we are basically people are getting banned. Uh, so let's like lower the limit. So they basically lowered the threshold. They didn't really outright uh, banned or didn't stop the image from being used in an ad, but you know they allowed it and they basically charged us more. Now they're coming out and they're saying, uh, well, it's totally gone. No more limits. So folks, if you're listening to it, go ahead, knock yourself out, put as much text as you want. Although I will tell you, don't put so much text that people get like, you know, dizzy and they just like you know, scroll over your ad. 
Use your judgment. I would say put, I mean, sometimes I know when we have run ads and we wanted to put some, you know, pertinent information, like, you know, date, time, venue, Facebook, like kicked us in the ass that says, hey, you cannot do this. So I'm glad to see that this is happening eventually. I guess, you know, Zuckerberg made his money and now realized, you know, he needs to reach out to more, you know, people and get some more money. So that's his approach. Let's move on. Our next one, and for the first, I think this is a topic we're covering for the first time, is Reddit. We don't, I don't believe since we started this Twim show, we have ever covered Reddit. This is the first time we're doing, and basically Reddit launched three new tiered ad inventory options. This actually is interesting because, you know, Reddit has a lot of millions of users. However, a lot of brands have actually left the Reddit platform because of all the controversy that happened around Reddit. Uh, so now they have basically launched three different ad options, uh, and I took a look at it. Uh, the if I can remember correctly, one is expanded. It's basically you can have a lot of free. Um, uh, it's like loosey goosey way of running your ads. Like your ads would show up in any forums and what's or not. And then there's a standard, and then there is the I think limited. Limited is very restrictive. Where you know if you're really concerned about your brand image and your brand ads showing up on a, you know, I do not know something very controversial. You don't want that. Like you know, you can control it in the limited section. So Reddit basically it's taking a cue uh, from the inventory queue from Google. And they basically tiered it up and they says, you know, hey, here are the three different tiers uh, and go ahead and use the tier that, you know, aligns with your brand and come and advertise with her. So, you know, Reddit, if you, Reddit, if you are not, if you haven't advertised on Reddit, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, I've heard good things about Reddit. Um, you know, it's all display ad. So, you know. You have to test it out and see, you know, how well your product or your ads do. However, you know, it's really worth a try given that, you know, Reddit's like, you know, bringing, breaking up the tiers uh, and making it easy for brands to get there. With that, let's move on to the next one. So our next update is from our friends at Pinterest. Pinterest has basically launched uh, its marketing holiday marketing hub to help businesses tap into pins. What essentially this is, is like given that, you know, Christmas is 94 days or so away, uh, Pinterest wants, you know, businesses uh, to uh, tap into the power of pins, aka spend more on their platform. If you didn't get that, uh, you know, uh, drift, uh, basically that's what they're all about. But, you know, uh, in keeping the my sarcasm aside, one thing I will definitely add is that, you know, this is a it's a 13 pay uh, marketing guide is quite useful. So if you are, I mean, especially given the pandemic, I mean, people have started planning and people have started doing. Uh, so if you haven't, um, if you haven't like, you know, thought of or started planning for the holiday season, probably this is a good place to start and to see what, uh, how you can actually uh, benefit from this whole uh, guide as well as the platform itself. Uh, because it seems like, you know, according to the guide that I have looked at, and I'm actually skimming through it right now, is like, you know, there are about 200% increase, over 200% increase on holiday planning uh, this year. Uh, it's just that, you know, people are bored at home. I mean, I'm not sure if you've been to a shopping mall lately. I have. Uh, actually, I've been like, you know, two days ago. Actually, not two days ago. Last Sunday, actually, I was in a shopping mall. And people are like, you know, 
just out and about. They're getting like, and people are so tired of staying home that they are risking out and venturing out and they're just going out. So again, a lot of people are actually doing retail therapy, even though the economic is in the doldrums, you know, a lot of uncertainty, things like that. Again, I don't mean to be negative in our show, but I'm just saying the overall mindset is like, you know, people are, you know, depending on who you are reading and what periodical newspaper you're reading, you know, the economy itself is kind of, you know, not in the doldrums, but it is not really uh, healthy as well. It's kind of like, you know, getting there kind of sick things like that. But people are still doing retail therapy just because they cannot go to bars. They cannot go to movies. They cannot go to clubs. They're not really enjoying restaurants. A lot of the activities that they were engaging in before, they're like not able to do it. So as a result, they're basically using retail therapy as an outlet. So folks, that's enough of my blabbering. All I will tell you is the link to the guide is going to be in our show notes. Check it out. You'll be glad you did because this is helpful. With that, let's move on to the next one, which is also from our friend at Pinterest. Basically, uh, it's a story pins. And if you have been using Instagram or Facebook, you pretty much know what stories are, right? It's the... Uh, and I'm laughing because our next update is on LinkedIn and you're going to hear something very simple. But, you know, it seems like stories are the thing for 2020. And what's amazing is like, you know, this, all these platforms are actually copying each other. Actually, you know what? It's going to, I'm going to make it a whole, whole lot easier and just going to say in the next update also, we're going to cover LinkedIn stories. So why I'm laughing is like, you know, these platforms are all copying each other. There are no innovation. Come on, guys. I mean, I'm talking about Pinterest. I'm talking about LinkedIn, right? And they're like, you know, trying to sugarcoat this thing and make it look sexy. It's not. All it is is like, you know, you're copying inst- copying Instagram and Facebook's feature into your platform. And I do not know about you guys. Maybe P- I'm not a Pinterest user. I'm not a pinner. So I'm not really sure how effective this is going to be uh, for stories. I mean, you know, there is the FOMO factor in it. Right. If you get stories disappear after, especially on Facebook, stories disappear after 24 hours. If you don't see it, you don't see it, you lose it. And Instagram, I know you can actually put it up on your, uh, you know, Insta account in some tabs. I've heard about it. My social media person have told me once. And again, I'm not really the social media guru. Uh, but coming back. Come on, LinkedIn is launching. Again, let me jump into that update so that you can see. LinkedIn is launching stories. Like, dude, I thought LinkedIn was a professional networking platform. Although, you know, LinkedIn is basically full of scammers and like saying everyone wants to send me a connection request and I I accept this and next thing I know, they're pitching me something. So, and now they're like launching stories. Like, dude, what the hell am I going to do? I'm supposed to be there doing business, connecting with HR, connecting with job opportunities or business opportunities. And now I'm going to be there with uh, stories like, you know, LinkedIn wants me to spend more time on LinkedIn, but maybe they could have found a better way is what I will tell you. I am not a fan of it. I basically uh, do not enjoy it as much, but although I will tell you, there is a new LinkedIn UI. There is a new LinkedIn UI. I was on my LinkedIn account on Friday and I saw a new UI. It's very lightweight. It's faster. It's not as bulky and clunky like the older one. Finally, LinkedIn is coming to 2020 is all I will tell you. So there you go, folks. I'm not going to dive right into it. You know what stories are. If you want to really read up, you can read up on our show notes page or anywhere on the internet. There is nothing to really cover up or discuss over here. I mean, in the... I know your time is valuable. Our times are valuable. So let's move on and let them enjoy uh, stories. But again, if you hear, heard it, 
if someone asks you about if you're talking about LinkedIn stories or Pinterest stories, you can say, yeah, they exist. And, you know, that should be the end of it. With that, let's move on to the, I believe the last update of the week is also LinkedIn announced an update on their marketing partner program. So let me break it down for you what that means. So you know how Facebook has this partners program where basically you can be a Facebook verified or Facebook certified partner, just how, you know, you have Google has Google partners, basically quote unquote partner badge and things like that tiers. LinkedIn actually had that. If you're not aware of it, then maybe I don't uh, blame you just because, you know, LinkedIn is the new kid on the block, even though they've been around for a while. So this is a program that launched back in 2014. So it's about six or some six-ish year old program and now they're basically coming out and they're saying you know that they're creating different categories uh, in terms of helping people find their right program for a right partner for the right you know stuff so basically you know that's what they're doing but you know the what the main takeaway here for you is if you're listening to this and you thought hey i missed the boat on becoming a facebook partner or a google partner because remember it's much easier to become one of these partners at the initially then it is towards the end or middle why do i say this is because here's a great example you know when they're launching it the the barrier to entry the bar is really is quite low in my experience i've seen that but as time goes on they add more and more partner they become more stricter and they ask you for a lot of information and a lot of spend and things like that and it just makes it harder so if you're one of those people who are thinking maybe you know should i become a linkedin partner absolutely it's a way for linkedin to signal that they're here they're serious they're going to be around i mean i believe we also covered about tiktok partnership program in our show a few weeks ago so, I mean, I didn't at that time really wasn't uh, quite sure about LinkedIn partner program, but now it is. Uh, so, uh, you know, there are different uh, partners, uh, partnerships level things you can do. Uh, and I am, let me look at something here. Uh, you know, one in five advertisers apparently on LinkedIn uses one of their partners. So that's 20%, right? Uh, so... Maybe you know it's a pretty big market for you to tap into. Uh, so why would you not? So folks, uh, that this brings us to the end of our show. Uh, but before I I sh- sign off, I want to share with you that you know we are launching a Patreon uh, channel where you know a lot of the things I cover here. You know I cannot go in depth, especially some of the testing we do, experiments we do. You know and the data we collect. I have covered it over show. Hey, join our free group, and I'll cover those data and ex- results of our experiments in there. So now I am actually launching the patreon group uh if to go there go to patreon.com slash market and grow uh and you know what this will do you can sign up uh, it's a small fee to per month uh you can leave anytime you want uh although i believe you will see the value and you will stay on what this is going on is you know as we go from week to week for example this week there was a reddit option i'm going to run some ads in reddit and I'm going to capture the data. I mean, anyone knows how to run ads on Reddit or you can look up a video and ask anyone and you'd be able to do it. But what you will see in our channel is a learning. So that the money we are spending and you get the information from us so that you don't make the same mistakes that we are making, right? It gives you an edge. So if you want those that edge, definitely, definitely, definitely join our, you know, Patreon group and where you will see all the data behind the scenes and you can, you'd be able to engage as well and ask your questions. 
how valuable will that be? So anyway, already folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything you need to know. Uh, if you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles again. You know, if you want to actually dig deeper, geek out on some of this data, experimental results, definitely join our Patreon group. With with that, uh, once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off. Until next week, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.